Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two of Melody Makers. Today, I'm interviewing a friend of mine, Lander Combs. Hi. He is a really talented musician and producer. Oh, thank you. You are. Oh, thank you, buddy. You're awesome. Oh, this is this is the part where you fluff my ego. <laughs> and then this is the part where I rip it away. Oh, no. You're going to be like, you're ugly. You're stupid. <laughs> So, how are you doing today, Lander? I'm doing good. I had work, and then I have work tomorrow. Nice. At Starbucks. Oh, that's cool. Not really. <laughs> what's your favorite <laughs> drink there? Um, what's my favorite drink? I always get a, a, uh, a free drink. I get a, uh, um, a what is it? A green a green tea lemonade. Oh, that sounds good. Because it's, like, not horrible for you. Not a lot of sugar, or... Like, I mean, the lemonade has sugar, but it's not, like, pumps of syrup and stuff, like everything else. But, nice. yeah. Yeah. I think I'll try that next time. It's it's okay. It's it's decent. I mean, it, you know, you make it really fast to make because you don't have to do anything. You just pour it in a cup and then shake that cup and then pour it in another cup and then drink from that cup. True that? Yeah. You've been playing since you were a kid, right? Yeah. I pick, I used to, my dad, a drummer and guitarist and all that stuff. And he used to, uh, he used to play drums all the time. And I'd like, at like two years old, like watch him playing with my little passy and like my blanket and stuff. And I'd be like, <laughs> that's awesome. Yo, dude, that's crazy. Dude. Let me, no, I wouldn't say that. Babies can't talk. That's so <laughs> silly. No, but I, you could I, because eventually... you were like a prodigy. <laughs> yeah dude i was freaking rapping when i was younger but <laughs> i i uh i looked at, apparently from his words he is he said that one day i popped the passy out and was like give me them sticks not that it, I, I didn't say that exactly but pretty much the same thing and then apparently i've been like a drumming machine ever since look it up on youtube you were a natural i was ex i what's funny is my dad plays drums normally, like he crosses his hands over each other. That's like how normal people play. I play open style or left-handed. I don't know why so I started doing normal. that. No, I'm I'm unique. I'm, I'm quirky. I'm quirky. <laughs> quirky. <laughs> yeah. Would you say it's been beneficial? Yeah, because I I've been it made it where I was comfortable on drums, so I could like do other stuff and be like still good on drums. Because it's just kind of like a part of me now. Yeah. It's a part of my heart. My heart's a kick drum. It goes boom, 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 boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think you would be any different now if you didn't start playing at a young age? No, I would probably still be doing music stuff. Because, uh, well, I mean, I think it was impossible for me to not do music because my parents are musical and I have a musical family. So, you know, I was surrounded by music. And uh, it music, was yeah. Yeah, yeah. You were destined to be awesome. <laughs> I wouldn't say awesome, but musical. I would. Oh, you're so cute. I mean, what? <laughs> Who said that? Who said that? I didn't. What? I didn't say that. Is there a fly in here? There's a fly. <laughs> oh, I caught it. Oh, squished it. There you go. Kill it. I already did. Did you listen? No, I'm deaf. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. I forgive you.
So I don't need forgiveness. Oh, Sigma male, Sigma male. Anyways. Chad. What instruments do you play now? Uh, do you want me to list them all or just give a, a, a num or like a, hey, I play a lot? You can list them all. Okay. I'll go in descending order what I think I'm the best at. So probably drums, obviously, at number one. And then uh, double drums and percussion. Durr. And then number two spot is probably tied with guitar and bass. Uh, and then number three is piano. And then every everything else is kind of after that, but I can kind of just like pick up an instrument and guess. I took violin lessons for a little bit, but I, I quit that because I was just in a class with a bunch of like six-year-old girls. So I was like, this is kind of weird. And also I wasn't doing my homework because I was a little rebel, a little troublesome child. Uh, Who needs homework anyway? I know, right? It's kind of useless. Kind of like, why learn anything at all? Just put a microchip in my brain and give it to me. You know? True that. Yeah. This is but not I think, professional advice, by the way. No, this is just uh, fantas- This is Final Fantasy 18. Yeah. But we are telling you not to do your homework. Yeah. Screw school. Uh, live on the streets. Become a hippie hobo. Cool guy like me. I'm kidding. I don't live on the streets. I'm not a hobo. Anyways. Yeah. Has your dad inspired your style in any way? Yeah. Yeah, both my mom and dad, they were in a, like, I don't, hmm, how do you describe the style they did? It was like rock, indie, jazz stuff in the, like, early 2000s. Their band name was The Sum. Actually, have both of their CDs. It's kind of it's kind of cool, uh-huh. but um, yeah, they had they had some cool stuff. Sadly, you can't find them online anymore. But they were in like, um, they were getting pretty big. They were in like local magazines and stuff, and it was like, ah, oh, the song. They're like on the rise, and then they kind of stopped doing stuff with the song, and then <laughs> yeah, and then that then they joined a country band. <laughs> And then they, they, then they became a country band and when we moved to Nashville. Nice. Yeah. That's really funny. interesting. Mm-hmm. What type of music do you like playing the most with your family? Uh, I, don't off, I don't really play with them. Like, they're oh. kind of doing their own stuff now. My dad's more of a producer guy. Like, he still plays guitar. He's, that's, like, his main thing, obviously. But uh, my mom does, she has, like, a a website thing that she makes like little song things for and then my dad uh is kind of just like a working producer who like produces people and like yeah he's actually a graphic designer that's his main thing he sounds like a cool dude awesome he is he's like his name is freaking chris combs let's go did you know my name's also chris combs technically i didn't know that my first name is christopher dude if you could change one thing from when you first started making music, what would it be? I, I wouldn't change anything. I'm on a good rise. Because I did, like, when I was younger, I was exposed to, like, random and, like, all kinds of different kinds of music. We'd li- listen to, like, Mute Math, and then we listen to freaking Red Hot Chili Peppers, and we listen to uh, Jamie Colum, and then, like, pop and other stuff. And, you know, it was always crazy. So... A lot of different influences and then when i was in my like early teens 
I was I was like a huge like drum and bass, dubstep, EDM, all that stuff. And all that stuff's kind of had like a uh, imprint onto my music that I listened to, that I make. Oh, and I can't, can't forget to mention my obsession with Michael Jackson when I was like nine years old. That was pretty awesome. What's your favorite Michael Jackson song? Uh, it's an unreleased one called Got the Hots. Well, it's technically released now, but it's like a demo. Oh. Yeah, but you weren't expecting that one. You thought I was going to say for you, like, Billy Jean. Eh. <laughs> yeah, I no. kind of was. Yeah, Got the Hots is cool. It's like, I got the hots tonight. Yeah. I'll definitely check that out later. Do it. Do it. It's sick. It's sick. Since you use Logic Pro, would you recommend it to anyone starting in music production? Um, what are some of its limitations? Uh, I can't really think of any limitations. It's just if you want to get like, I guess it would be, it's just like a huge upgrade to GarageBand. It's pretty much just GarageBand, but like, you know, $200 and like ads, like, you know, like GarageBand is probably like 3% of what Logic is. Probably not that little, but uh, I know a lot of people start with like FL Studio or something, but it's just preference. It's just logic. You can, um, I feel like it's better for really in-depth editing and like really, I could, all the producer guys are probably like shaking their heads at me, but like if you want something that's more like fast where you can just like make something really fast, I'd say like Ableton's probably the best bet. And then, uh, you know, FL is, I don't know FL. <laughs> I would say FL is good for the piano roll. It has a really good piano roll, in my opinion. Does it? Yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean, Logix has a decent one. I, I haven't messed with the FL Studio one. And it, let's redo that. Okay. And then, um, like, uh, those are some other ones. You know, Pro Tools, that's what all, like, big studio guys use, but it's kind of like, I don't know, the... It was big because it was like the only good DAW back in the day, but I feel like the other ones are definitely catching up to it and like overshadowing it a bit. But I'm a Logic guy. Uh, I will be a Logic guy until it sucks or I can't afford Mac products, which is a possibility. <laughs> it feels like they're getting more expensive each year. Uh, it depends for like the like lower end like laptop like MacBook Airs they're not horrible. It's like maybe eight hundred or like a thousand, which isn't bad for a freaking Mac laptop, you know. But uh, yeah, I thought about like switching to Ableton sometimes, but just for the stuff I I do, Logic's pretty pretty awesome. It's a yeah, it's, it lets me do what I want to do and I know how to use it because I've been using it for like. How long? Like almost ten years. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Actually, actually, wait. Actually, maybe close to like thirteen. That's insane. I used to mess around with it when I was younger and make like little like quote unquote beats that were just like I took every instrument and <laughs> everything and just like piled it on top of each other. Okay, that's another thing that that Logic does really well. It's like instruments and synths and like drum sounds and stuff is really high quality. Like Ableton and like FL, I have not their samples don't really compare to the Logic library and it's so huge and it comes with like a super powerful synthesizer uh, which is Alchemy, which I used, I used a lot on my uh 
my first album release thing, which I don't like to talk about. But yeah, it's it's pretty cool. What are some of your favorite synthesizers and effects to use? Um, I the main one I use is Vital, uh, which is funny because it's like the free one, but it is like insanely good. Um, but when I was like a few years ago, I was like only using Massive and Massive X. Like, those were like my exclusive ones. I also have Phase Plant. That one's really cool. I haven't really like, I haven't like really dove into it like a lot, but. You can make like a freaking train in it. Somebody did that. It's one of the presets. It's weird. <laughs> and then um, what else? Oh, I had serum for a little bit, but I kind of fell out of like the dubstepy phase and that stuff. So also I had vital that for a while too. Yeah, vital vital can do that stuff. But um, I wanted um, what is it? The uh, you have it. Crap. What is it called? Massive. Wanted... No, no, no. It's like the blue one. It's like atmosphere. Omnisphere, yeah, I wanted uh, that one for a while, but I ended up, you know, Vital. Vital also has one of the most beautiful reverbs I've ever heard in like a VST. It's ridiculous. It's like, just sell it as its own thing. Let me use it. And um, for like effects and stuff, I just use like the logic effects just because I don't spend the money on the big ones. Although I do want to get RC20. It's like a super fat lo-fi crunch filter thing it's good for drums very hip-hoppy sounding and cool and like yeah 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 uh, i've seen kenny beats use that on some streams uh, all of like the dudes who get like huge drum sounds use like rc20 it's it's awesome but it's like a 100 bucks so <laughs> it's worth it in my opinion yeah i think sometime soon when the money keep going good the starbucks money uh i'm gonna i want some hardware synthesizers i have this one but i did not like how it turned out i like bought it when i was younger just because i was just like synthesizer it's blue and then i found out it's just a bunch of like menu diving on like a tiny screen that's not fun <laughs> i want to like twist knobs and stuff <laughs> yeah music should be fun yeah so it's the novation mini nova and it's a. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, well, wait, I mean, no, it's not, but it is. Like, it has a cool, like, vocoder in it. That's, like, I think one of the main reasons I, like, jumped out of my seat for it so much because it's, like, you can, like, edit all the waveforms and stuff in the vocoder, and it's pretty cool. I'd probably use it for that if I ever needed a vocoder, but I was going to get that or the um, the Korg Mini Log. Isn't that what it is? Yeah. Which I really wish I chose the mini log because that thing is insane. But uh, oh well, what's the one? The Arturia Micro Freak. They just made one. What is it? The Mini Freak. It's like just a bigger one. And it looks really sick. And obviously, I want. I've always wanted the OP one. You know. <laughs> yeah, the OP one is pretty good. Yeah, it just looks like so much fun. Also, they just released a new one that has like one more feature and is an extra thousand dollars. Yeah, I saw that. It's kind of insane. The it is, it's, it's like a weird reverb, but apparently it's pretty good. But I'm probably not going to get Yeah. Unless they want to send me one. Hey, hit me up. Hey, I'll freaking, freaking uh, advertise you. Let's go. You heard it here. Uh, you heard it here. <laughs> How long does it take you to make a song? Uh, Well, I've been working on this album for like the past four years, but I can make... Like a uh, 
like a full song beat like instrumental in like a day if i if i'm like in the mood i could just do it in like one day in fact some of the instrumentals that are done for my album i literally just made in a day besides like a few micro edits every now and then but it just kind of happens and i'm very impatient but patient at the same time it's weird but uh my main problem is just lyric writing i've i've got i've been getting better but mostly procrastinating keeps me from doing it that's crazy so you do lyrics too yeah yeah this new album every song has singing on it that's like the thing what bands or musicians inspire you okay let me let me let me think all right we have jacob collier obviously and then uh my favorite band is this band called Hiatus Coyote. They're they're sick. Yeah, they're like, you know, I hate to like try to define what their sound is, but like, you just gotta listen. Yeah, it's just like they're branded as neo soul, but I mean, there's they're not neo soul. Like that's not <laughs> when you think of a neo soul artist, it's not what they sound like. But um, also like some Radiohead. Uh, of course, and then yeah, um, I knew you were into Radiohead. <laughs> yeah. Hey, why'd you say it like that? That's kind of hmm. I don't know what to think. I'm just but, saying. <laughs> hey, <laughs> what are you saying? What are you saying? I'm saying Radiohead sucks. Just no, kidding. No, they don't. Um, but there's also I love Jeff Buckley. Uh, it's so sad. His story is insanely sad, but uh-huh. his album is definitely. One of my favorites of all time will probably always be that. But uh, yeah, I also love people like Thundercat, Lewis Cole, all those guys. Um, there's a there's this artist, this Korean artist um, named Mid Air Thief, and uh, he's definitely a big inspiration too. Those are the ones I can think of right now. But yeah, yeah, about that. Well. Thank you for the recommendations, and I'm sure some people listening will be grateful. Yeah, freaking check out Jacob Collier. If there's one you check out, Jacob Collier, because he is something else. He's like modern day Mozart. Yeah, he's like he's like probably the he's one of those artists that we get like every like every century, just like rare. Yeah, he's probably definitely one of the best if not the best musician right now, just in the world. I'm not just tooting my, like, tooting the whistle either. Like, just check him out. See for yourself. You'll be like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Lander Combs, that guy, yeah, he's right. He's always right. No, not always. What kind of process do you go through when creating album artwork? Um. Well, my past our album artworks have been like commissioning, not really commissioning, but just like asking a friend to draw a picture or like the one that the one like official album that's on like Bandcamp and stuff was like, uh, what was it? It was, I went to like some relatives house in like late November. So it wasn't quite winter yet, but it was like getting there. So all the leaves were pretty much gone and I like, they had this pretty lake with like a bunch of crazy trees surrounding it. And then I, um, it was like dawn and like kind of twilight. So it was the sky looked crazy. And then I got like the reflection. I took a picture of the reflection of the, the water where the trees were. And then I, on my phone, I like put effects on it and like flipped it right side up. So it looked like the trees were like sticking up and it looked crazy. 
and then I put a stupid font over it. That <laughs> that was just an album name. It was really ugly. I should have just comic left it sense. As... No, it was just some weird Photoshop font, and it was like red. And it was just sense. like that would have been silly. <laughs> and then um, I have an idea for my new one. It's gonna be a lot like way cooler than that one, but we'll have to see how it turns out. Nice man. What is your best song in your opinion? My best song is an unreleased song. Or are we just talking released stuff? Uh released. Um what what have I released? Uh Hmm, let me let me let me check the list. Let me let me check the the uh the cloud, you know. Um my best song probably Hmm. I released like a challenge album back in like 21, I think. And it, there's a song on it called On Air that's pretty good. Uh, there's also a song I released called Spring Won't Last Forever. That one's pretty good, in my opinion. And then there's a newest one I released. It's kind of like an ambient take called... Ooh, I uh, love ambient music. 1644, your underscore light. And yeah, it's supposed to be like... It was an EP we, me and you, were making together. <gasps> yeah, it, it was really? happening. Yeah, we have we did it at one point, but that wow. was kind of uh, one that came off of that. It's just kind of neat. It's kind of neat. Yeah, but yeah, I guess it's technically released, kind of. You know, maybe I'll take it down and put it on like the deluxe version of my album. <gasps> There's a deluxe version of my album. <gasps> maybe. Oh my gosh. No way. <laughs> well, if you didn't know, I love ambient music. I did know that. I did know that. You should check it out. Listen to it every day. Memorize the words. And, uh, yeah, the words you can't understand, memorize them. And then uh, sing it to me on call. That's what I want you to do. Okay, okay I'll sing you to sleep with it. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> do that. Do that. I want that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Which album are you most proud of? Well, I mean, it, my main album. But Which one is that? The one that's not out yet. The one that's like getting close to being done. Because it's, it's, I consider it my actual first album. Because it's going to be the one I actually like promote a bunch. And uh, like, it has all the singing on it. And it's like got my best work. Kind of jazzy. But I guess if we're talking released, probably my Submarine album that I made for a challenge. I like because it's 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 fun, but um, if my my the old one from twenty nineteen autumn dreams, which is in my electronics phase still, it's got a couple cute songs on it, but um, yeah, definitely submarine of what's released right now. Nice. I like my, I like all of your albums. Aw, so nice, such a nice young man. Have you had any memorable collaboration projects? Um, who have I collabed with? <laughs> uh, I guess not. <laughs> I mean, me and you almost did, but no. I mean, what do you mean? Fell, that fell through. We collabed twice. Remember? Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about those. Okay, wow, those. Wow. My collab with Nolan. My collab with Nolan's no, I'm not. I forgot. Speak. I forgot. I forgot about that. 
<laughs> oh no. Well, I guess you don't have any memorable collaboration projects. No, I do. <laughs> Shut up, I, dude. <laughs> I forgot you even released those. I remember making them, but I was—I didn't know you actually released them. Lander Combs is fake. You heard it here first. Guys, I'm fake. I'm plastic. I'm freaking Barbie. I'm the Barbie movie. You freaking watching it right now? The Lander Combs interview is the Barbie movie. This is it. This is it. What I'm is freaking... it? Achieved? Oh. What is an achievement you're proud of? Uh, <laughs> no, um, nothing. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I got no achievement. Never won, an, never won an award in my life, which is true. Uh, not even participation. No, I'm homeschooled. <laughs> oh. The only awards I've won is like a trip to Chick Fil A or something like that. But um, hmm. My what was my greatest accomplishment? What was it? Achievement? Achievement. Um probably like learn like getting good at other instruments and like making full songs, I guess. Nice. Yeah, I, 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 I guess that. <laughs> cool. Thanks. What challenges have you faced when making your album? Uh my freaking lyrics. This thing could have been done like like three years ago if I just wrote the dang lyrics, which I'm glad it wasn't done three years ago because now all the songs are like supercharged and epic and awesome. But uh, definitely the lyrics. And also like some recording type stuff, like my drum recordings for a while were like one mic set up and like it was a kind of weird mic and like made them sound horrible but i've like got a new upgraded drum kit and i've got like an audio interface i can handle the drums and i also got a mixer board for them so it's all coming together do you have any struggles with promoting your music yeah i'm i i maybe i haven't really like tried to really promote it all of my past efforts were more just for fun or like stuff i knew wasn't like really serious or like needed to be promoted but um, I'm definitely going to try hard. I'm going to be performing out for this album. Like, I am already working on my live set. Wow. But, like, a looper and, like, other pedal stuff. And I'm going to try to bring, like, a mini drum kit with it. To, I'm uh... excited for that. That's really cool. Oh, thank you. And I'm, I am going to – this is an announcement for my album. I'm going to uh, make a bunch of CDs, order a bunch of CDs for it. And I'll try to sell it online and on like the performances I do. Nice. Yay! Well, whenever that comes out, let me know and I'll put a link to it all. Dude, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> give me money. What can other musicians or producers do to overcome their challenges? Just keep doing it. I know that's the most generic thing to say, but keep doing it and if you're just getting really bored of one thing you're doing don't just keep sitting on that one thing i should take this advice too but try new things get out of your comfort zone and maybe take breaks but don't ever just stop breaks are very good for a while i was actually just gonna quit the album and just do something completely different but after i took some time i like started practicing guitar a lot more so like i do more like jazzy complex type things now i guess not like super amazing steve i tricks but definitely a lot better and it enhanced 
my ideas that I could get out. And uh, read more. Do reading. Because if you have writer's block with lyrics, just read. Or if you have a brain. Yeah. Yeah, just read in general. I should also take that advice. I like poetry, but I I got a bunch of poetry books, but I always forget I had them. (laughs) So I should probably read those. Also, I stopped gaming so much. That also, like, would keep me from doing stuff. I only game at, like, night sometimes now. But, yeah. I was a bit of a gamer back in the day. Uh, Not gonna lie. Gaming's fun. It's good to do it in moderation, though. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Do you think music theory is necessary? I don't think it's necessary, but it definitely helps a bunch. I, I... Recently, a few months ago, I went into like a super music theory focus where I tried to like learn stuff, and I realized I actually knew a lot more than I realized I did. But um, it definitely helps you. But like, if something sounds good to you, you don't really need to think about the music theory because music theory can also just like keep you from doing certain ideas if you have something in your head. It could, it, it's like legitimately you, but if you have too much like theory brain with it, you could, I don't know, it just loses some of, some, some of its charm that it could have, but uh, it's, it's a good, and a, it's not neither good or bad, but I mean, it is good. I'm rambling, man. Freaking dang. No, that's solid advice. <laughs> yeah, just... I think theory is helpful and learn at least like basic things just so you can find your way around without like being confused. But I don't think it's completely necessary. Yeah, I think with all things, at least know the basics and then you can kind of... Um... You you automatically evolve as you go on. It's not like you're like, yeah. okay, for level two. Like you just kind of you end up figuring stuff out. We're human. That's what we do. No way. I mean, you're a human. I mean, I'm a human. Yeah, I'm. I'm a human. I don't know how to break this to you, Lander, but I'm not actually human. Would you recommend that beginners get a teacher or teach themselves? It's different for each person. I just taught myself. Uh, but obviously, we live in a world of YouTube and all that stuff. But I feel like if you have a legitimate teacher. It's easier for them to stay on you and like to it's more motivation, I guess, to keep up with um like practicing and stuff, especially if it's graded. But that can also be a bad thing because then it can make it not fun for other people. And that could actually be a big turnoff for uh doing music stuff. But it's just different for each person. I, I just taught myself pretty much everything besides the one time I uh I learned violin but I mean I I didn't really like learn too much. <laughs> I I can like learn I know how to hold a bow and I can like play notes and stuff. But um also I learned like some guitar tricks from my dad but like I'm pretty I I'm self-taught. I'd call myself self-taught. Because the majority of stuff I do is just, if you hear something in your head, this is this is how I say to teach yourself better, is if you hear stuff in your head, just try to try to play it no matter what. Like if you hear like some complicated line, I feel like you can get 
better quicker by just trying to not just do the sound in your head, but try to understand how it works together, which is also a theory thing, I guess. But you you can do that without like watching a course on music theory. Yeah, at the end of the day, just do whatever works. To be honest. Yeah. When I whatever came to that realization, all I have so many like crazy, stupid, and like fun ideas in my head that I want to get down. And I'd always get discouraged because I'd be like, I can't play that. That's going to be stupid. But then like some of my song ideas I really wanted, I just sat down with the guitar and was like, okay, how do you play this? And then I, I just kind of figured it out. And uh, it, it just upped my playing by like 15 tiers just doing that a few times. You evolved and, into Jacob Collier. No. I know he did that too, though. Just like kind of, he would think of the most complicated thing he could uh come up with and then try to play it and you just do that constantly but don't you can't ever compare me or anyone to jacob golly i don't think you can compare anyone to anyone else true everyone's special in their own way <laughs> i'm special too you are you're a very special boy what can someone who is struggling to find their musical identity do to get over that hurdle I say just don't focus so much on what you think would be popular and what you think would be what people want to hear and just really make sure you're putting yourself into your music and being yourself. And also, I think genres hurt a lot of people's like ideas for music. Just don't think of it in that. If you think... If you want to have a banjo solo over like a rock beat or something, do it, dude. Just like, or have like slamming dubstep drums and then like freaking classical music. Like it's just do whatever comes out of your soul, you know? Be chaotic evil. Be chaotic evil. But like for me, what inspires me most in life in general is nature and like trees and landscapes and things and autumn winter all that stuff so i feel like my music and and uh like encompasses is that the right word encompasses whatever okay but it <laughs> just it has that like sewn into the fabric of the sound i'd say and i think i do a pretty good job translating that but uh yeah so it's just be yourself and just let the music come out, dude. Like the noodle irons, just let them flow, you know? Since you like landscapes so much, you should call your album artwork, whenever you have a landscape on it, a landerscape. Uh, it's not like I've heard that joke like 15 times. <laughs> How does it make you feel? It makes me feel sad. Good. That's going to be it for today's episode, everyone. If you enjoyed, don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe. I'll see you all next time. Goodbye. You can say bye, too. Oh, bye. Bye, guys. Bye.